Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch the thing for pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. And I am Jake. We're recording in the same room for the first time in a little bit. It's true. I just noticed there's a light over there, and it seems to be a part of a speaker? Yeah, I got new speakers. Cool. And that means it's on. It turns red when it's off. <laughs> I see. You can connect, Just like a TV. You can connect your phone to it via Bluetooth. That's nice. Uh, it's plugged into that record player. Uh, it gets very loud. It's very nice. That's how you like it. Yeah. We're watching the Mighty Ducks, the animated series from the Disney on Disney+. Plus. And I know what you're going to say to yourself. This is a show about hockey playing ducks who've come to Earth to stop dragons from doing whatever it is dragons do to the Earth. How weird could an episode get? But what <laughs> if there were monster truck driving beatnik mutants? I don't know. What if that? Well, we're about to find out. One would get this episode. Um, yeah, some weird shit goes down. This is hands down the weirdest episode yet. And there have been some weird ones. Like, last, the last one was a, a, a Pulp Fiction uh, ripoff. Parody, Sky. Sure. Ripoffs lose in a lawsuit. Parodies don't. <laughs> Fair enough. It got weird. Um... And here we go. So buckle up, dummies. We open up on uh, a pretty boss Studebaker station wagon with a mouth on it. Yeah. Uh, which immediately you're like, oh, so there's the bad guy. <laughs> Not enough cars have mouths that aren't, you know, mo- you know, I want to say monster cars, but that's not what I mean. Like <laughs> sentient cars. Sure. You know, that aren't the cars from cars. Right. There was a there was a toy line of monster trucks that was like literal monster trucks and like the front wheels would open up and they'd have mouths in them. Yes. I don't I remember what they're called. I'm assuming monster that. trucks. Yeah. Um and they had like a chain on the back that you'd pull and their their front ends would turn into the fangs and mouths and stuff. That that is cool as fuck. Yeah, those are I neat had forgotten toys. About that. I did not have any. I, I think don't we had think, one or two maybe. But I am acutely aware of them. And also, there was a show about cars. Uh, it was a cartoon, and one of the cars became sentient, and the others didn't, but they had uh, blasters and stuff. I, okay, I don't That's know about that. as far that as one. it goes. There's been a lot of c- cartoons about cars. Yeah, there's been a lot of cartoons, period. There was a cartoon specifically about monster truck drivers. They were also spies or something. That sounds like a... Uh, probably 12 months of our life some other time. <laughs> uh, I remember it wasn't very good, and they did have a... I remember very specifically where the they had, like, a a posh uh, Soch guy who um, at one point exploded out of his monster truck and looked directly at the, in the camera and said, it's cool, I'm going to be fine, check it out. Four fingers, I'm a cartoon, I'm not going to get hurt. Well, they didn't, they didn't want you to worry, yeah. and they didn't want the parents to be upset. Right. I just remember very specifically him going, I only got four fingers. I'm a cartoon. It's fine. But there are monster trucks. Um, there's, <laughs> there's, We see the red hands controlling a remote control, uh, and then a big monster truck comes rolling up, and we have no idea what's happening, but this fucking guy with a goatee and a beret starts talking like a beatnik, and it's hard to parse what he says because yeah. he says things in a weird way. He's he's writing poetry as he goes about remote controls or something. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to steal an engine. Yeah. From a monster truck plant? Yes. Okay. 
And when we do finally see him, he's giant red and clearly a beatnik. Right. I thought because it this is taking place at twilight, perhaps that they were they're just being creative with their coloring. But no, he's just a, a red man, and yeah. his driver, whose name is Digger, um, is purple. And also, Jim Cummings is voicing the red man, whose name is Daddy O'Cool. Yeah, because he's not Irish, Nick. which is upsetting. I really wish that he was. Um, he's yeah, it, it's it's weird and hard to, to parse. So the monster truck rolls up, and it t- like. He's control. What he's been controlling is this monster truck. Yeah, and it unfolds into more of a Megazord shape. It has like yeah, it has arms that come out of it and squishes things. That's not what I meant to do. There you go. Yeah, it's got little clamp claws, and then out of nowhere, uh, the mighty ducks come flying in in the in the arrow wing. Yes. Hey, I remembered. You've done it. And uh, apparently uh, Drake One sent them there. And they're like, oh, there was a break-in. There was a break-in at the Monster Truck Factory. <laughs> I don't know much about Monster Trucks, but I don't think they're mass-produced. I think that's probably a very I niche market. That is true. I mean, yes, I would drive one given the opportunity, but I'd also be terrified to just own one because of insurance purposes. Yeah. Never find a parking spot. No, you can park anywhere. <laughs> Uh, you, you just shouldn't. Yeah, I was going to say, you can. It's like you can kill anyone, but you shouldn't. Right. It's exactly like that, especially if you have a monster truck, because you yeah. can smush cars. But uh, the the beatniks seem nonplussed by a plane bearing down to them, shooting exploding pucks, I guess, because the the bed of the monster truck unfolds, and it's got a giant fucking cannon in it. Yeah, I guess I wouldn't be worried about a freaking plane either if I had that. Yeah. So they shoot down the arrow wing. Uh, and they say more weird beatnik stuff, including finger snaps and everything. Yeah. And the arrow wing very lightly crashes. It's the gentlest crash in all of history. <laughs> uh, cer- certainly of this show. Yeah. So we get an inside shot, and uh, Mallory's upset that they got shot down, and her panel's completely ablaze. And everybody's being remarkably calm for their whole shit being on fire. Yeah, for me, all of them are very close to fire. Um, so they're like, whatever, let's just use the migrator then. So they pile in there and they abandon the burning arrow wing. Yeah, but then these beatniks get a crazy boner for the cool car. <laughs> they are quite excited for it. Yeah. Um, the monster truck brings out its cannon and shoots a hole in the front of it, of the migrator, that yeah, right is. Right in the windshield. And Tanya's like... Uh, we should not, like, hang out in the direct line fire, but, uh, Duck Orange doesn't want to move it, and they take, like, two more shots point blank by this fucking thing, and Duck Orange is like, no, I'm gonna lure him in, which, he shoots one time, one puck explodes this, the whole truck, so they did not need to lure it in, they could have just shot it at any time. Well, you don't know that, because what if it wasn't that close, it wouldn't have worked. He shoots under it. Like, it, it hits him right in the undercarriage Listen, and the whole thing blows up. Duke LaRange was right. It worked. It blowed up. Yeah, but he could have shot way sooner. You don't know that for sure. I. There's no reason he had why, to wait. Why would you doubt a duck wearing an orange jumpsuit? He's not. He's wearing maroon. He's a, I meant a purple jumpsuit. I'm sorry. Uh, but the thing explodes and the Pete Nicks are like, oh, bummer. We're never going to be able to steal that engine. Um, 
And then Jim Cummings has to say, uh, stay cool, D to the I to the double GR, or whatever it is that he says. It's horrible. He's like, we're going to steal that fucking duck car. Well, he says D-I-double-G-E-R, which is how Tigger spells his name, who is also Jim Cummings' of the voice. He says T-I-double-G-R. Right. I, th- I don't hate, know if that's a direct Tigger. reference to that or if that's how beatniks talk. I don't think I've ever come across a beatnik in real life. They're I don't extinct. know if beatniks are a real thing or if that's a thing we made up for Iceman and Beast to go to and, <laughs> and hang out with in the early X-Men comics or what that's from. I think they existed for a brief time in the 60s and then everyone was like, this is exhausting to be around. <laughs> I could see that. So no thank you to all of this. Remember scene kids? From our youth, it's like this is this your whole thing, exhausting. You I think gotta they, you gotta give up. A they little might bit still of this. exist. They're just still on MySpace, and we don't go to there. <laughs> and now they're seen adults. So yeah, they got they gotta go to work before they can put on their makeup and swoopy hair. <laughs> they got too many tattoos now. <laughs> I uh, but the the beatniks are like, we're gonna steal the migrator because because it, it's a cool car. It succeeded where our car didn't. And I guess the engine we were going to take isn't as good as this one. Yeah. And we know that because reasons. Do they say that? Because I just thought they wanted the migrator because it was neat. But I, th- we do find out later they want the engine, not the yeah, car. They did say the because they were there to steal an engine. Right. We um, also, uh, you and I talked over a lot of what was happening in this. Mostly because I was baffled at what was happening. Yeah. And even though I was reading it and listening to it, I still wasn't getting it. So it's the next day or later that day in, at the pond. It's a different time. And Tanya, they don't change clothing, so it's hard to tell. <laughs> um, and Tanya, they like salvaged what they could and uh, the migrators fucked up. So they have everything up on chains. Um, and Phil comes in and he starts talking to Wildwing. And Wildwing, out of hand, just says no. Because <laughs> he knows that Phil just has another ploy at a stupid get-rich-quick scheme. I wonder how, exactly how rich Phil is. I, be, I bet not. He owns he a hockey team, he though. He can't get a suit that fits good. That's just how suits fit in this time period. <laughs> he was going to go dance to the Cherry Poppin' Daddies later. Look, if you pasted uh, Donald Trump's face on him, he has that exact body type. That is true. He's got and the suits, same weird shoulders. The tie's tie not, is way too <laughs> yeah, short. Say the tie should be done below his balls, but other than that... <laughs> But if you just colored, man balls. <clears throat> if you just colored that hair, uh, fake blonde. What does Trump pr- think that he is? I have, I have no idea. It would. Uh, it, that's that is a pinch hitter for Donald Trump. <laughs> Maybe that's why I hate Phil so much. It's hard to tell. Uh, but Wildwing's not interested in doing a personal appearance. Appearance is the way that that word is actually pronounced. But Phil's like it's a, for a charity. At Daddy O Cool's uh, Desert uh, Destruction Derby, it's the Greased Palm Speedway, right? Um, and the fans want to see the Migrator take part in this d- demolition derby. Why would they be willing to smash up their shit for funsies? Well, or are they just going there to like MC? I think I think that yeah, they're just go- it's it's going to be a show vehicle at this demolition derby, okay. not a. Not an actual in the in the demolition derby, right? Although it has guns, I mean, I would take it in the demolition <laughs> derby, especially against like I a feel like that's a little bus. unsporting. Whatever, I don't care. That's fair. I won. Um, we live in the Midwest, so I once watched a combine uh, demolition derby, 
Uh, and it was remarkably uninteresting because they do not go fast. <laughs> and also, I was like, God damn, this is expensive. <laughs> yeah, uh, we love to waste our resources. <laughs> Let's do a tractor pull. Yeah. Let's race cars against each other for like a, a quarter of a mile for like three seconds at a time and do it all day and waste a lot of gasoline and rubber and time. <laughs> Fucking drag racing is the worst. Uh, have you ever been to an actual drag race? Yes, it's, it's terrible. The worst. It's so loud. It's so neat. And like half of the cars didn't even like make it up to speed because <laughs> the engines blew up immediately. It's, it is a colossal, unmitigated waste of resources. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, demolition derbies are doubly so. Um, but Tanya has a second migrator. She squirreled away for such an occasion. She secretly built one. I guess. Everybody sure as fuck didn't help her. That's sh- yeah, because they're all surprised by it. Yeah, and also it sucks. We'll find out later that it's yeah. not good. I mean, I guess but she's the probably- Mega Migrator X2. She's probably running low on resources. Like, she used all her other resources to build this fucking giant hideout they have and their, <laughs> their other car. Sure. It looks okay. I mean, it's almost identical in every way to the Migrator, except it has a, a green shield on the top. But everybody's super stoked on it. Tanya built this thing in secret, and she's been looking for a reason to test it. And surely, this demolition derby is the best place to try out a new thing. For a couple of things. First of all, it's not testing it if the other one's broken. Sure. Second, if this is if this was legit, and like they said, the fans are dying to see the migrator. Bringing out a new one is not the <laughs> the answer. Like your fans don't want to hear your new songs; they want to hear the, <laughs> the hits. But honestly, they look so similar. I don't know that they'll know. That's true. But Duck Orange is super stoked on driving that thing. But then Tanya just picks him up because apparently she's all made of solid muscle, just I mean, like Grin. I could see that. Yeah, she's the mechanic. It makes yeah, sense. Exactly. It's just we haven't seen her do it before, and it's weird because there's no fanfare and no one else is surprised. They don't address it, is what I'm saying. Yeah, they probably watch how much she eats and know how strong she can be. <laughs> Those two aren't normally correlated, but that's fine. Sure, you got to eat a lot to be big and strong. I guess that's somewhat true. Um, But yeah, she just picks him up by the scruff of his neck like she's a mama kitty cat. And uh, she tells him that he has to help her uh, fix the old migrator because he's the one that fucked it in the first place because he didn't drive away from all the explosion cannons. Which is technically true, even though that did help him defeat the bad guys. But he did just sit there because <laughs> whatever. Uh, and there's a shot where Tanya's gauntlet makes it look like she's got the Mega Man Mega, yeah. Mega Buster. She sure does. Um, just the wrong color. But Wildwing decides that he's going to stay behind because fuck him. Um, and Tanya's like, you're going to get your hands dirty, bitch. And she pimp slaps him. Twice. And he's sad because he just wanted to drive a car around. <laughs> I get it. So uh, Phil calls and says, tells Mr. O'Cool that uh, they're on their way. And sure enough. Oh, it's the Daddy O'Cool. Right. And we see. It's not Jeff O'Cool who <laughs> runs the charity demolition derbies. <laughs> That's right. And we see that there's a third beatnik who wasn't there previously who's got kind of a gorilla shape to him. He plays the bongos. Yeah. The other one played plays the, the other bongos. A different kind of bongo. <laughs> So the ducks just drive into the desert. You'd think after all the other times they've been tricked, they would look a, a little harder into things that they get invited to. 
Because this is not the first time they've fallen for this. Have they ever been invited to anything that wasn't a trick? I don't know. (laughs) Not that we've seen. Yeah. Uh, They they just showed up for hockey, so they weren't invited to that. Yeah. Just showed up for hockey. (laughs) They did. So, yeah, they're going to the Greased Palms uh, Speedway. Nosedive drives for a bit. I don't think this is integral to the plot in any way. But it just sh- it does show how fast the new migrator is. Here we get to watch the new migrator drive around a little bit. Yeah. It's less hockey mask shaped on the front, I guess. True. Maybe that's why it fails so hard. But they go to uh, a tunnel, I guess, for the vehicle entrance. And then uh, like there's it's blocked off. And then everything starts shaking. And then they fall down a, a, a chute that's been greased. The old grease chute. You know, for your cars. Doesn't someone yell the the chute's been greased? Yes. Oh, yeah, there, yeah. Wildwing does. But then they just roll out straight into uh, the stadium, even though they fell down. Down. Yeah. Maybe the shaking was them getting raised up to be yeah, I don't dropped know. down. Because that's not really addressed. So the Migrator XD, whatever, gets deposited Two. in the uh, in a stadium. And all of the ducks are like, so... This isn't how it's supposed to go, right? <laughs> this looks like the remnants of a demolition derby. And then we see a pit full of what they refer to as bubble and crude, but it's blue instead of black. Not a big difference until it comes up later. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was the old swimming hole. Yeah. <laughs> that bubbles. Uh, and then we see the three uh, hipster beatniks chilling out, and they yell about how they're going to attack because they want to steal the engine and then a blue and a red truck like the one from before come out the exact same kind of truck just different color yeah complete palette swap and the duck's like oh no except we already fought these things and it turned out fine yeah which is a point we made before they said it i'm glad that they said it unlike all the other series the a lot of the flaws that we yell at the tv about they actually do point out it's true we're just a little bit too early to be angry. We don't have to fill out 22 minutes. They do. <laughs> These cars are also being remotely piloted. I don't know by whom, because the the hipsters don't seem to be doing anything. Yeah. But that's fine. So uh, Wildwing puts it in gear. I mean, I guess they could be on autopilot. There's kill mode. Sure. Why wouldn't they have that? Um, And then they start talking about how they have a... a leverage on these other trucks because this one this migrator is twice as powerful as the last one and wildwing starts mashing buttons and guns come out and stuff but then shit goes awry real fast i guess tanya didn't do great here yeah i get i guess she wanted to test it out because she didn't know if anything would work or not yet (laughs) feels like something you'd know (laughs) yeah before you send your friends somewhere in it she really should have expected this to be a combat situation (laughs) because every time they leave it is we cut over to the beatniks and Digger says to Daddy-O, have you got termites in your woody? Um, meaning, are you sure you want to do this? Um, but that is a peculiar way to phrase it. Uh, yes. Didn't care for it. I'm going to start saying that to people. Because <laughs> it, it sounds like an er- uh, you know uh, erectile dysfunction kind of thing. It's true. Although it's no more ridiculous than the next sentence from the other mutant. Them squares will blast our trucks to Junksville, man. Um, the the squares are are the ducks. In case you didn't pick up on that, people never actually talk like this, right? I don't. 
I think like 15 people talked like this and they because it was so fucking dumb it got hyped up way beyond what it was. And now it's just a constant parody and things like this. I don't think it's constant either. I mean, cuz it's so fucking dumb nobody wants to bring it up anymore. It's true. I'm I don't know. I just beatniks are always played for like a weird laugh. Yeah, because it's so fucking right. stupid. Right. what I'm but that's the only reason we know what beatniks is, is because of things like this or yeah. specifically Ned Flanders' parents. <laughs> yeah. Daddio tells them to be mellow um because to the coolest go the spoils, which means he's got a plan, I think. I guess so, or that he's just so cool he can't lose. Sure. So uh, Wildwing yells to fire the cannons, and instead of shooting lasers, uh, they explode. Um, and then he tells Mallory to throw the mortars, and then she says, "Okay." Except uh, it shoots straight into the air instead of which is kind of how mortars do, <laughs> but it it doesn't like fall uh, on target. Wildwing is gonna deploy a battering ram that's coming out of the side. I think seems like it, um, but it gets stuck. Because it wasn't angled properly, and then like I don't think, I, I don't think this was done right. Uh, I think Tanya might have been drunk when she built this. <laughs> the next episode is addressing Tanya's drinking problem. <laughs> it's, a, it's a full-on intervention. Yeah, it's called the intervention. Yeah, it's a shame. I, she's really let herself go. I mean, she can't even hockey anymore. She probably misses her family. Yeah, and her daughter. <laughs> She left behind. <laughs> Little duckling. I like that you don't count her daughter as her family. Nah. <laughs> Fully separate. Entity. Well, they had to take her away is what it was. Oh. It's not her daughter anymore. She belongs to the state. Because <laughs> of the drinking? Right. Also, their the front armor falls off and they run it over. Yeah. Um, And they're like, well, we're probably going to die in here. And uh, the, the, uh, the automated trucks, their guns do work. So they start getting shot at, and the shields don't work on the Migrator X. They're, like, literally not screwed in. Yeah. You know in the Santa Claus movie where they have the elf that goes and makes lollipops that make kids fly, and he got exiled from the North Pole because he turned the machines up too high, and the screws don't go into the toys they're making? No. What movie are you talking about? It's a Santa Claus movie. Like, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen? No, it's a, oh. a different one. It's got John Lithgow in it. Is it is it uh, the Santa Claus movie? Could be with uh, with Dudley Moore. I can't confirm or deny that at this time. Goodness. But the plot is uh, Santa. There's an elf who leaves the workshop because he done fucked up because he wanted to automate. And there's a kid uh, who's homeless and he gets a Coca Cola. <laughs> That's a major thing. And uh, the the reindeer fly because of the magic hay they eat. Uh, and the elf stole some of the magic hay and turned it into a lollipop that made kids fly. I have I have no idea what this movie is. I'm very I, really, intrigued. I've seen it a bunch of times. It's not a good movie because it's about capitalism instead of Christmas. Excellent. <laughs> it's about corporate espionage and shit. Um, I feel like a beetle was in it. Maybe Ringo? I could be completely making that up and assuming that as a child that he was a Beatle because he had a British accent. <laughs> That's probably Dudley Moore because I believe the movie you're talking about is Santa Claus the movie, like I okay, said. Okay, yeah. I've never yes, s- it's that. I've never seen it, but it's a movie that my parents owned and we never watched. Yeah, because it's bad. Uh, the, the the elf makes uh, a flying car in order to disperse the uh, the uh, the candy canes because he made candy. He It started as lollipops and then he turns it into candy canes and they're more potent 
and he didn't realize that he turned him into bombs and Santa has to uh, save the day by preventing him from mass child murder. I guess this is a movie I'll have to watch. <laughs> it's a British American Christmas movie. Okay. So um, in my head, it was a beetle. I guess it was not. It was Dudley Moore who played the elf. Yep. Named Patch. That sounds right. So, yep, it's that I movie. didn't know anyone actually had seen that movie. Yeah, we had it on VHS, and we did watch it. Uh, Santa tries to do a loop-de-loop, but he can't quite get his reindeer up to speed. Is John Lithgow Santa? No. Oh. John Lithgow is a cutthroat businessman. Oh. Who uh, abhors the idea of giving away something for free. Because Patch wants to give away the lollipops for free, and then Lithgow has a, has a spit fit. David Huddleston is uh, Santa, who... It's a man who you would know, but not know. He's in the Big Lebowski. He's sure. Uh, I believe the Big Lebowski. If I'm not mistaken, that's not yeah. Obadiah Stane, Jeff Bridges. No, he's the dude. Oh, there's a different character named. There's the two. Lo- there's two. Uh, Is that uh, the one they're actually looking for? Yeah, there's two okay. uh, Jeff Lebowskis. Okay, and one's the dude, and right. one's the rich fella. I I've I've used up all of my information about that movie. I know John Goodman's in it too, but it's that's, true. That's it. I feel like bowling may be a part of it. Yeah, that's true. Okay. This is a he's one of those guys who's like in all the stuff and you when you see him you're like, Oh yeah. He's a that guy. Yeah. He's that guy. That's what he that's him in the Big Lebowski. He's very familiar. I know. I'm like trying to play somewhere else that I know him. Where I'll be like, what Marvel movies? <laughs> Just throw a dart at a at a throw a dart at a blockbuster. It's in Blazing Saddles, but that movie's not for me. I know people that's like it. That's I why did I didn't. Not. Yeah, I'm sure he's in. He, I know he's in something that I w- can point at and be like, this one. Oh, the Always Sunny episode where. Okay. Yep. Yep. He's, <laughs> he's uh, Frank's the, business yep. old business partner. Eugene. When they Hamilton. did the Christmas Carol. Yep. I knew we'd get there. <laughs> Another Christmas movie. It all ties in. Yep. He's also in uh, Andy Richter's show, Andy Barker P.I., in one episode of that. I thought maybe you would have seen that. I mean, I probably did, but it's been, <laughs> I don't know, 15 years it's since not, I've seen that. The one time anything. I saw it. And normally that thing would, that kind of thing would stay with me, but Andy Richter's show did not. I feel like it fell on a band day, so I didn't see it all the time. <laughs> and that was back when, if you didn't see it. Yeah, you didn't see it. Don't We've made it. <laughs> there, there is an episode or a, a line from an episode of the Andrew Richter show that pops into my head every now and then. Is it when a lady goes out, she should wear a hat? Well, there's that, but also uh, that's the thing we've consistently we, said we, every day since we heard it. It is that the episode with Conan where uh, he's like, we sp- <laughs> we were up all night hitting diamonds with hammers. <laughs> I don't remember that one. I just remember when a lady goes out, she should wear a hat. Yeah. That's the same episode. That's a. I think that's a different Andy Richter show. I think that's Andy Richter controls the universe. Oh, there's a. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had a couple shows, uh, and then I think he had one where he had a bunch of kids that the were like quintuplets. Yeah, it was not a good show. God bless his heart. Andy Richter is trying. He sure did. Anyway, ducks. They realized that the Migrator XD sucks. So, uh, but they did think to load up the duck cycles. So, um, not all of them. Yeah. Uh, what one of the enemy trucks has a, a fucking morning star and smashes in the ceiling uh, with a big spike ball, which is pretty cool. And then Grin and Mallory are told to go ride and get help using the duck cycles. And they go to do that. There's a bunch of cool shots of them jumping over the camera. You know, 
for all its stupidness, they do try in this show. Yeah. At least with like animation. Maybe not with story. They probably but just, the animators are giving it a go. Their budget probably wasn't. I mean, this was definitely a show they were cranking out to bank on the popularity of the movies. Oh, for sure. Obviously. I mean, that goes without saying. Yeah. Because you got great writing like, them birds are trying to split the scene. And you just have beat- mutant beatniks that love monster trucks as your main villain. That's so. Right. I uh, We haven't found out their origin yet, but yeah. I am very excited to talk about it. This was the point in Disney Afternoon. It was a, it was a sa- it was This a, was a Saturday morning. Okay. I was trying to remember. So this isn't Disney Afternoon then. Uh, then this never was one mind. Saturday morning. I don't know how that worked as well as Disney Afternoon. <laughs> Disney Afternoon rotated cartoons on purpose. On Fox Kids? No, on ABC I or f- elsewhere. I feel like I watched it on Fox Kids. This no, this definitely would have been on oh, ABC. This, oh no, it might have been Channel Fifty. Because ABC would have been UPN. would have been owned by Disney at this point. The remote controlled monster trucks knock over the migrator, uh, and Wildwing and Nosedive are taken hostage. I don't know why they didn't like get guns and fight their way out, but they uh, when we come back to them. They are suspended from a crane over a pit of bubble and ooze. Yeah, they seemingly didn't try at all. Yeah, as far as we can tell. Um, this was uh, in a Disney afternoon show. Oh, yeah? Yep. Okay. It was the last show produced by The Block in the fall of late 1996. I see. Uh, Daddy O'Cool starts explaining that he's the king of the outlaw Hot Rod Rebels, and he gives them their origin story, um, how they used to be a conformist like the ducks, and the ducks are like, we're aliens from somewhere else there are literally six of us and that's it yeah i mean i guess on their world they're conformists they all play the game they're supposed to Uh, true but they also didn't just give in like the rest of the populace did when the dragons invaded i mean these two did they had to be rescued i guess that's true but uh apparently daddy o'cool fell in this pit what was he doing here in the first place don't know (laughs) Don't know what his previous job was. Just hanging around this pit of toxic waste. Yeah. Apparently it's been fermenting there since the 50s. And if you fall in it, it changes your skin a different color. And it makes you talk like an asshole. But it makes you think you're cooler. Right. Because I don't know where his buddies came from because he doesn't say, and then I pushed these guys in. Yeah. I lured these two in because I was lonely. (laughs) But once you take the dip, you come out hip. Do you think his name was Daddy O'Cool before he fell in? <laughs> yes. Before he had an Irish accent. That's his Christian name. Well, especially if he's Irish. That's right. So, uh, we then see them take the engine out of the migrator and drop it into a tanker truck. I wouldn't even. I would say they just set it in there. Yeah. They, they don't connect it anyway. Yeah, they just set it um, in the mouth of the truck. <laughs> you know. Where the engine goes. In the engine mouth area. Yeah. Because it looks like it it has a face, so that's not sure inaccurate. Does. And they're going to take the toxic waste from the pool and then, I don't know, spray it into the water. Yeah, Joker style. Joker has way too much access to the, the drinking water of Gotham. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, they should put a padlock on that door or something. <laughs> well, they shouldn't have Arkham over the main water main is what the problem <laughs> is. So all the while this is being explained to them, uh, Wildwing had taken out the key 
to the migrator, we think, or maybe he just had a Swiss Army puck because he's sawing away at nosedive spawns. It really looks like a key that has a puck on the end, though. And that's very likely. Yeah. But they don't address it, so it's hard to tell what it is. I guess everything worked out fine because they're good to go now. So they're going to just fucking dip the the ducks in. I don't know why they didn't just do that to start with. Because you always got to leave them hanging there for too long while you (laughs) explain stuff. Yeah. I know that's a trope, but good yeah, gravy. These Bond villain-esque murder traps are so ineffective. Yeah, just shoot them in the brain and let's move on. I th- we addressed this last week as well because uh, Nosedive was being dipped into a blender. <laughs> yep. Uh, the- Nosedive gets dipped a lot. Well, he almost does. He's always putting his hand up on your hip, and when he dips, you dip, we dip. Do you remember that song? No. Yeah. Uh, it's called The Dip. Oh. <laughs> so there, yeah, there's a prolonged thing where they're just like you're gonna be cool like us and i was really hoping we we're gonna get some shitty hipster ducks but uh some it doesn't happen yeah i hate to spoil it i i mean i guess you don't just shoot them in the brain if you do want to turn them into your henchmen i get that sure but uh, yeah just push them in there yeah you could didn't have to suspend them from the crane you could have just I don't know, loaded up a squirt gun even. Yeah, or just push them in there. <laughs> give them a nice spritzing. That so, man has gigantic hands. He could easily lift them and throw them. That's true. So we zoom out, and uh, all of a sudden Grin's like, yeah, we can't leave them to this fate, even though he abandoned them, I don't know, 20 seconds ago. Mallory's like, we got orders, and she also does not con- go on to get help. Uh, if only they had little circles on their wrist communicators that they could call for help from. Yeah. Or just do the thing. Um, but yeah, Mallory also decides to go back with Grin because of the bad karma she would receive. Uh, Wildwing successfully frees Nosedive, who climbs up the uh, the rope. You know how fast we'd be dead if we got hung from something like that? Uh, I'd be dead before I even got to whatever they were dipping me in. All pass my out bl- from the blood? Yeah. I got a lot of blood. <laughs> my head can't hold all of it. It's true. The crane eventually the, uh, reaches the end of the rope, and uh, Nosedive catches it and burns his hands, which I felt viscerally. <laughs> he burns his hands and then holds onto the rope while he holds onto the crane with his feet. Yep. In a pincher motion. Yeah. It's very uncomfortable and very unlikely that he'd be able to hold that indefinitely. At, or at all. Yeah. <laughs> Should have just fallen too, uh, but the uh, the hip cats have uh, gotten all the goo they're gonna get into the the tanker truck. I like the phrase "get gotten all the goo they're gonna get." <laughs> Thank you. There's a lot of G's in there. Yeah, um, satisfying. <laughs> and uh, d- um, Duke, Duke, yes, no, Grin and uh, Mallory. <laughs> There's six names to remember. <laughs> Look, the the big one should be Duke. That's what G.I. Joe taught me. You don't know anything about G.I. Joe. I know a few things. They fight Cobra. <laughs> They've got a ninja. That's that's what drew my interest. You know you know a few things about a lot of things. That's true. So uh, Mallory and Grin are there to save the day for the ducks while uh, Cool Daddy-O drives the tanker truck and the other two pile into the monster trucks, which apparently you can also pilot from the inside. Yes. Uh, so Mallory draws up. The tanker truck has flamethrowers, which, I don't know, seems like bad. I feel like the toxic waste is also super flammable. Yeah, and also I feel like that was designed to haul gasoline or something flammable, not an, originally just toxic waste. 
Yeah, probably. But Mallory pulls out a puck blaster um, and and shoots at it, but it, she sucks at it. <laughs> or it's much stronger than the Migrator. Meanwhile, Grin does a sick-ass motorcycle jump over the pit. And while Nosedive loses his grip, uh, Grin is able to snag Wildwing and put him on the back of his motorcycle. Yeah, and f- just flying by so slowly and gently, <laughs> grab him and throw him up there. Like a duck does. I guess that's true. And Nosedive's like, hooray, my muscles hurt like hell. <laughs> Mallory gets uh, knocked off course by one of the the monster trucks as driven by drag lips. Yeah, he's the bigger... Uh, hipster he's beatnik fella the gorilla looking one he's the um, green one yeah I, I don't know if that's his name or just a thing that daddy o cool called him <laughs> or that or just an exclamation like drag <laughs> lips man i'm out of spaghetti again like i just don't know <laughs> they are constantly running out of spaghetti at the it's demo a, derby it's a real beatnik problem yep. their lack of paschetti what you know what they sell at drag races and such is just a you know they sell a big stick with spaghetti and just slurp it all day it sounds great like a cotton candy stick yeah. but they wrap spaghetti just around it with spaghetti oh yeah and then when you, you get, get to a the nice center spaga- there's a meatball yeah there's- <laughs> it's like a charmed blow pop but with spaghetti yeah fuck yeah <laughs> We should invent I'm that. I'm super into that. Yeah. I don't. Th- I don't think logistically we could get it to stick like we'd want. You. What you got to do is you got to put a little uh, egg on it and bake it like that, so it's more of a. What you do? Of you, a, you, of a you make solid. you make the meatball and then you take dry spaghetti and you stick it through, and then you boil it, and then uh, you loosen the spaghetti and you swirl it around the meatball. <laughs> but then you have boiled meat. <laughs> this is the Great Depression. <laughs> look if you boil meat then you get broth in addition to having your meat cooked <laughs> no it's just it's just about baking it with something in there to bind it use an egg as a binder fine what which will uh will we'll, i think we need to have a uh pop culture <laughs> failure cook-off and we'll each make a spaghetti on a stick and we'll have someone we'll have a couple taste <laughs> testers come and we'll have katie and placky and furby come perfect and taste our spaghetti on a stick It'll be our first Patreon video. <laughs> it'll be the All most... of this is patent pending. Yeah, it'll be the most successful thing we do, and then we'll have to pivot to a cooking channel. <laughs> Whatever. I don't think we could top spaghetti on a stick. We'll have to. We'll have to fucking build a test kitchen so we can have two stoves and two. And when and that two... fails, we can start making slime for YouTube. Yes, kids love that. Become millionaires. I would not hate it if this had to pivot into a cooking YouTube channel. <laughs> Where we make slime. Yeah. Or spaghetti on a stick. Sure. Um. <laughs> so the hipsters escape. Or leave, I guess. They didn't really escape anything. I mean, um, leaving and escaping are essentially the same thing. That's true. It's just the pretense in which you do so. Yeah. Uh, so the, the ducks are like, they're going to put toxic waste in the, in the drinking water. I feel like that water, if it's just sitting in a big... Oh, like lake or something it's probably got to go through some filters first right but whatever. i mean and i assume our filters are designed to filter out toxic waste i would at, hope at the minimum there's got to be a geiger counter somewhere for that right Wildwing and mallory are going to take the duck cycles to go chase them down the monster trucks meanwhile grin is going to help nosedive with a stupid idea he has 
nosedive is very confident that he'll be able to figure something out and we zoom in on the uh the migrator xd2 we cut back out to the the highway where daddy O'Cool is talking to himself about all the cool shit he's gonna bring back like capri pants <laughs> and uh <laughs> i mean i guess he succeeded that did come back for a little bit around this time um you wish you could wear capri pants right now sky you don't have the calves <laughs> to pull it off <laughs> Also, it's your pasty ass white legs. It's also, like knee deep in snow out there. Yeah, so your pants are never getting wet. The cuffs of your mm. jeans will never get wet because you're they're nicely above the snow. Yeah, that that's fair. Uh, nose or uh, Wildwing and Mallory close in on Daddy O'Cool and his gang. You know, it's it's like we're talking about the goddamn six string samurai again with all this bullshit <laughs> talk. Um, all the nonsense words we have to say. <laughs> yes, and the Russian army in the wings. Uh, we cut back to the the uh, demolition the new, derby. The new migrator. I keep trying to call it the diorama, but it, that's not what it is. It's a demolition derby diorama. Yeah, and Nosedive decided that the old engine that was thrown away will work fine in the uh, the migrator two. I, I don't know why he thinks that. I also don't know why it works right away. Yeah, I um, uh, I guess duck logic. Sure. Um. So Wildwing calls out a play while they're on the highway, and they do a crisscross crash where uh, Mallory and he both shoot one of the the trucks with pucks. It goes off a cliff, and we see one of the dudes <laughs> fall out, but so I, we, we know he doesn't die. But also, I think it's Daddy O'Cool who is not driving this one. <laughs> yeah. Animation error. It's probably the green fellow. Drag lips. Yeah. And that 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 shit just explodes in a mushroom cloud. We jump back over to Nosedive, and he's got the thing running, and he starts driving out, and like, hey, it's going to work. And then the whole thing falls apart, Blues Brothers style, till it explodes, not killing them. This, this show wishes it was the Blues Brothers. It does. It keeps happening like well, that. I mean, Jim Belushi is in it, and he does wish he was <laughs> the Blues Brothers. So He wants that so bad. Yeah. It's never going to happen, Jim. Too old and fat now. <laughs> After it explodes, the uh, regular Migrator shows up, because I guess Duck, Orange, and Tanya finished up early, and they thought they'd bring the Migrator that the people actually wanted to see. Yeah, I guess they didn't know anything bad was happening. Nope. There's no reason for them to be there. Nobody reached out to them, and there's no reason at all they would have thought to come find them. Except they knew they were serving spaghetti on a stick, <laughs> so they had to get there. <laughs> See, I'm picturing it like a Play-Doh factory where you you stick all the spaghettis through the meatball and you just kind of wrap it around. Yeah, that's I guess I'm picturing it literally in the shape of cotton candy wrapped repeatedly around <laughs> a, a big meatball. Sure. With a, with the the stick stuck in the bottom. Yeah, but the spaghetti wouldn't have anything to hold on to. You're not listening. <laughs> you have to use a binder, and that's where the egg comes in. Mm-hmm. It's like making a, uh, not really a mascacholi, but like a like a pasta bake, Sky. Mm-hmm. I'll show you on our so cooking show. You, you want like a baked ziti on a stick. Yeah, I want kinda. spaghetti. It will be spaghetti. The spaghetti's the pasta. You're a spaghetti. It's, oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> I'm going to make one. Good. Do it. Coward. So- <laughs> if I get called coward on this show one more time, I'm quitting. <laughs> Uh, so Mallory <laughs> Wildwing have closed ranks, but they're out of pucks somehow. They forgot they were in a cartoons. Uh, well, it was narratively appropriate for them to be out of pucks. 
and uh, the migrator pulls up behind them and shoots the the truck that they were trying to kill. And we see uh, the other one, whose name I can't remember. Digger. Digger. We see him run away while it explodes. So we know he doesn't die. Henceforth, this migrator shall be known as the good migrator. That's right. So Mallory lowers the windshield, which is the thing that they can do still. And Wildling's like, give me a puck. So they give him one single puck. So I hope he makes it count. How do you think they load up their pucks in the other? Is there like a clip? A magazine? I don't know. Because how many pucks could you possibly fit in a clip? Right? One, I guess. You, you'd think they'd almost need like a big tank on their back full of pucks. There. Yeah. S- Belt fed puck yeah. shooter. And also, like, he's just got that wrist gauntlet that would not have a lot of space for pucks. Yeah, you could put maybe two pucks in there. Comfortably. Uh, but Daddy O'Cool's made it to the reservoir, which is held be- behind some sort of concrete barrier. I guess so. It it and, really just looks like it's along a coast, though, not really a di- like a yeah. dam or anything. Yeah. Um, and he deploys a battering ram out of the front of the truck where we know there's just an engine that he dropped in there. I'm not sure where this battering ram that's just like a capsule. It's also just like the one that tried to come out of the other migrator. So maybe yeah. it was located in the engine of the other migrator. Yeah, sure. Why wouldn't it be? Cause duck science, uh, wild wing comes up and he just, I don't know how he does it. There's no like <laughs> ramp or anything, but he takes that fucking motorcycle up into the air. He leans back. Sure. And he flies over, uh, the, the tanker truck and he, f- jumps up all the way i don't know 30 feet onto the ridge or the the edge top he jumps on the wall yeah what was daddy o'cool's plan here because he wants to poison the reservoir not empty it so why would he break this wall down uh i don't know shouldn't he just put the hose over the side and and dump yes okay maybe he's trying to punch a hole in there to do that you know like the like the little boy who put his finger in the in the dam to save Dutch that's Deutschland. A, that's, that's not it. That's a different story. It's, it's pronounced not, Deutschland. Okay. No, that's Germany. This one, Denmark to save Denmark. I don't know. I'll have to trust you because you're Eastern European. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> uh, so Daddy O'Cool sees uh, Wildwing and he says, "You pelicans won't stop me." And uh, Wildwing gets very offended. And shoots his one puck, and he shoots it so good it it uh, splits the tanker in half. It full on changes direction in mid flight, like <laughs> like he's goddamn Luke Skywalker blowing up the Death Star. <laughs> um, and uh, the thing just explodes in half, and uh, Daddy O'Cool falls out of it because he wasn't wearing a seatbelt because he's a loser. Um, and says uh, splitting headachesville because that just rolls right off the tongue. Because that's how you talk when you're a uh, beatnik yeah you Edvil to stuff sometimes sure you sure do because it's a location i guess yeah and uh the tanker truck just empties completely and uh daddy o'cool is completely consumed by the toxic waste oh no uh you would expect that the ducks would need to not be in that vicinity given the depth at which which uh daddy o'cool is submerged <laughs> yeah but they're fine standing where they are i guess uphill like a bit presumably Hopefully um, there's no one else around. <laughs> well, they'll be talking like a, a a hip cat. A real jive turkey. And the ducks just watch as he presumably dies, but then he just emerges like Venus from the ocean, uh, changed. <laughs> a, a new man holding a, a briefcase and wearing a suit and hat. 
um, and starts talking about insurance, I think. Yeah, because he went from being so cool to so square. Yeah, and the other two hipcats are very upset by that. And the ducks are like, oh, no, this is horrible. And it's like, he didn't die. You could have just watched him die. Yeah. And you did nothing. You could have watched a man drown in toxic waste. And it's not ideal. Somehow he's able to just stand on the surface of it like Jesus with toxic waste. Because <laughs> um, I don't know how deep it is, but he was fully submerged. Yep. But now he can stand atop it. So he's got a whole so he's, new suite of superpowers. He's, he's boring, but he has yeah. new powers. <laughs> he's fiscally responsible. He's got a solid job, I guess. Yeah. Is this what Daddy O'Cool was to begin with? I would assume so. Okay. Uh, it's still Jim Cummings doing his voice, but now he's doing like an announcer from the 40s. Yes. Um, yes, he is. And I guess that's it. They get arrested. Yeah. Um, and uh, the ducks are at home watching shit on TV. And Tiny comes out and she's like, hey, I made up new plans to make a uh, migrator X3. And everybody gives her shit for it. Where they glare at her rather, and it's like, no, you can make improvements on stuff. That's fine. Yeah, just like finish it this time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Make another one, but do a good job this time. Yeah. I guess. Like, and instead she puts the plans in a drawer, and that's that's it. Yeah, but a super futuristic drawer. <laughs> Got me there. So Jake. Yes. That's how it ends. What was the most terrific part? <laughs> that is how it ends. Uh, the most terrific part was that the villains were hipster beatnik monster truck loving <laughs> uh, mutants who wanted to turn the rest of the world into that. Yeah, that was that was pretty. That was their whole deal. That was pretty out there. I mean, um, <laughs> the, our usual villains are dragons who... Want to destroy the planet? Question mark. So this is a bit of a change. A little bit. I hope they come back. Me too. I mean, Daddy O'Cool won't because he's a square now. <laughs> yeah, but all that toxic waste is just sitting there. That's Somebody true. else might just fall What in happens it. when Draganus uh, accidentally <laughs> goes in there and he becomes uber cool? Would he turn even redder? Maybe. Or he's already so cool, he'd probably also turn into a square. He's so cool, he's frozen. Oh, watch out. <laughs> That's how the neutrinos um, talked. God. Imagine if they got put into it. And and they would have turned into an insurance salesman. Because they're already too cool. It's true. Their glasses were asymmetrical. <laughs> it's the As height the, of cool. Uh, so was the girl's hair. Uh, she had a huge, like a, a ten head. And uh, she had a swirl of hair going into the center, if I remember right. <laughs> yeah, it sounds correct. Uh, what did you think was terrific, Robert? The other ones had hair like Jesse from the Pokemon. Um, <laughs> <it was laughs> I think all of our tangents were pretty turtle-rific, but um, in regards to the episode, I'm glad that Nosedive's plan failed so catastrophically so quickly. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't enough time for it to succeed. Yeah, I'd like to add an addendum. I think it's also terrific that maybe this uh, episode birthed a whole separate pop culture failure cooking <laughs> channel where we start with spaghetti on a stick to see who can do it better. <laughs> I'm going to just lie in bed tonight thinking about it. Thinking about your meatball recipes? Yeah. 
we can make this shit happen. At the tw- at the twenty dollar Patreon level, we will fly you here to be a taste <laughs> tester. <laughs> oh man. See, in my head it looks like a kerplunk kind of setup. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I we've all I just wanted all, to say kerplunk. We've all boiled a hot dog with spaghetti through it, Sky. I don't think we all have. Oh well I have. Okay. I was gonna say I've I've never once done that. I don't think you've ever eaten a hot dog. You know that to be incorrect. I've seen you eat a hot dog. You've seen me cook a hot dog with a blowtorch. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I've seen you cook a hot dog. I just never seen you eat it. Mm. Uh, I think there's other questions. I don't know what they are. Who is the most likable or effective character? <sighs> um, that's a tough one. It certainly wasn't Tanya. She failed the most. <laughs> There's nothing likable about beatniks. So I suppose... I su- Not even their cool berets. I suppose it has to be Wildwing after he was mad that he almost got dipped in that sludge. And he drove that motorcycle real cool. And, <laughs> and was like, I only need one bullet. And he only needed one bullet. And he jumped that motorcycle over the top of that truck and, it, and exploded it with a single bullet. He did do some pretty cool shit. Yeah, he got angry there at the end. And he used a key or a saw... To cut through some ropes, we're just not sure. I mean, aren't all keys tiny saws, really? I mean, yeah. If you want to get down to uh, it. Like, older keys. Modern keys are kind of, like, slots. I feel like, like I feel like really old keys aren't, though, because they're just a stick with a square at the end. Yeah, that, you got me there. Those are the least ideal for cutting through something. Well, I mean... Uh, you could get a Prius key that doesn't even have a, a thing that you stick into the car. <laughs> it just has to be in your pocket. It's just a knob. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, whatever the question is, I'm asking it to you. Right. Uh, it's hard to say who is most likable or effective. Um, <sighs> I mean, it, was, it is nice to, you know, just get some monster trucks in the spotlight for a change. That's true. Yeah. I'm going to give it to the monster trucks. To the monster truck industry. Because <laughs> they were semi-sentient, I think. They at least were able Seemingly. to follow orders, and the second time around when we saw them, they weren't being deliberately controlled by the hip cats. <laughs> the uh, hip cats. <laughs> oh, what a stupid episode! I'm really. <laughs> it was the, real dumb. I the, loved the, it. the last one was bad, and uh, I didn't like it. This one was dumb, but I did like it. Yeah, this one didn't make me tired like the last <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah. That's what I like. So, Jake, what should you do for Pop Culture oh, Cleanse? I didn't know what you were going to ask me. It's the third me. thing. I, I knew. I was just kidding. I think about it all day until you get here. <laughs> and then probably forget. Yeah. Um. Let's see, uh, Sky. What did I do for Pop Culture Palicleanse? WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Chug along pretty good. Liking that. Agreed. As usual. Um, Muppet Show. Showed up on Disney Plus, so I've been watching that. Top notch. The classic one or the one no, from the we Muppet kids? Show? Okay. Are you thinking of Muppets Tonight? Yes. Yeah, that's not yet. I really want to watch that because uh, I know more of those actors. <laughs> like, I'm aware of who Ruth Buzzy is, but she doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> I know who Jim Neighbors is, but like, okay, Gomer Piles on this episode, but, uh, there's always Muppets tonight. There was a supermodel and they're like, Hey, do you have any superpowers? And then she, I beamed some, some Muppets and exploded them. Yeah. See, that's, that's fun. I don't remember which supermodel though. And that's where, that's Cindy where... Crawford. Maybe I, that sounds about right. Or Carmen Electra. I don't think it was her. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait until it comes out on Disney plus. Yeah. Or check Google. Yeah. 
uh, or possibly my hard drive uh, sitting next to my computer because <laughs> I think they're all on there. Um, but that show that's that shows where you get Clifford and and Pepe. The big red dog. No, Clifford the, the catfish, catfish man. Yeah, the dreaded the purple, catfish, the purple catfish sort of man. Uh, those a cool customer. Those first couple episodes Daddy-o. of the Muppet Show, though. Who boy, some of those puppets look rough. <laughs> it looks like Gonzo like went through the wash <laughs> and then like got hung out to dry. Like he is, looks bad. Mm. Um, and Miss Piggy has a couple different voices in the first episode. <laughs> <laughs> Still finding it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting. I I mean, I have the seasons over there, and I haven't watched them in I don't know how long. <laughs> But uh, so that's very exciting. Also, uh, Katie and I watched Ratatouille, which is a, a very good movie. I had not seen that in a long time either. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot more guns in the beginning of that movie than you'd think. I don't remember guns. Uh, yeah, in the beginning when uh, Remy gets like found out by the old lady who he's um, watching the cooking show while she's asleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gets out her fucking shotgun and like shoots a shitload, huh. and then when he ends up in in Paris, someone shoots a gun at him. <laughs> Seems like overkill. Yeah, he's a he's just one rat. I mean, until <laughs> there's a lot of rats. But... Yeah, but also like that's a great way to damage your stuff. Uh, yeah, though why the lady's whole ceiling caves in on her. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's a really good movie though. I had not um yeah, like I said, I had not seen that in a long time, and I and Katie had never seen it. Yeah. So, uh, rewatch Ratatouille. It's good. I remember being disappointed when the rat didn't talk to the people, but yeah. But also, I like that he when they switch back and he's he is talking and it's just squeak 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 yeah. squeak. Uh, Cute. next up is Wally, and I'm very excited for that. So that's good. Um, I think that's mostly what I've watched. Also, uh. Still going strong on Perfect Strangers. Very good. <laughs> Liking that. Good job. It's very wholesome. <laughs> what about you, Scott? What did you do for a pop culture palette closer? Uh, not in abundance. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Dropout uh, Dimension 20 because I like D&D a lot. And I've been listening to NADPOD for inspiration, which is a D&D podcast. And uh, Emily Axford is in both of those, and she is just a chaotic person, and it's fun to listen to her role play. Um, and I also watched WandaVision. I'm very excited with the direction they're taking and the stuff that they're going with. And the character, I was like, that name is familiar, but I cannot tell you what it's about. I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, I the, feel like everybody else has. I was going to say, is it the one that everyone knew was coming? Yeah. Okay. I don't read anybody's ideas about stuff. I just let it wash over me. Well, it was the surprise everyone saw coming, which means there's probably another surprise that we won't see coming. Probably. Turns out that the Scarlet Witch was a dog the whole time. I wish. Um, Also, I wasn't 100% sure which uh, genre. Was it like Modern Family that they were doing for Uh, this one? Yeah. Mostly modern family. The the theme song is uh, 100% a riff on Happy Endings, which is, uh, if you, sorry, don't look at me like that. I saw you look at me when I made that noise with this remote. Uh, it's a riff on Happy Endings, which you'll recall, I if you listen back a few months to this episode, I was watching. 
um it's the happy endings theme opening with a uh dollar store version of the office theme over it i see uh happy endings did not have the uh talking head conceit like the office or parks and rec or modern family i was gonna say say family matters i was gonna say family video actually that's it's a video rental store um but yeah, it's it's very modern family e. It was hard to put my finger on it. I really want to know who Elizabeth Olsen studied um, to be the sitcom actor because she, her hands are doing like insane things when she's just not when she's doing magic stuff when she's like <laughs> acting in the beginning. They're up here the entire time, and she doesn't do that other times. So it's, it's very much a choice to be a modern sitcom mom. Um, I don't know if she's doing a Julie, Julie Bowen from Modern Family or what the deal is, but I thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, the actors are doing some work pretty good, and I'm just really always excited to see uh, Darcy. Always. Darcy's great. She's good. I mean, she's just Kat Dennings. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, and that's what excites me so much. When was the last time Kat Dennings wasn't Kat Dennings and something? I don't think she was ever. I don't think there's a role she's played that she wasn't just Or she her. just wasn't herself. Yeah. Which is a good role to be. Yeah, it's very easy to play and you're yeah. very convincing doing it. Uh-huh. There was some movie where she played a kid who seduced a teacher. Um, And it wasn't very good. It, it ended in a murder or something. I don't know that one. Something Nation- it wasn't good. It was very confusing. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't done a whole lot else. Um, yeah, so I think that'll probably do it for this week. Thank you guys. Uh, thank you, hip cats, for watching. I'm gonna start talking like a beatnik forever now. You you, you do that, Daddy O. <laughs> thank you guys very much for watching. Uh, you can watching listening. You can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can f- uh, email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. And you can follow me. I'm at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. And as always, Black Lives Matter and defund the police. And also, uh, keep your eyes on YouTube for our upcoming cooking show. <laughs> Stay frosty, everyone. We need to come up with a cool name for it. <laughs> Spaghetti on a stick. Well, that's the name of the first episode. Well, that's the that's the name of our stand we're going to set up on the sidewalk. <laughs> that's true. We're getting out of this. Money. Let's hear it for the managers. Time to rock and roll. Let's go. Let's go.